0: you're listening to the mowing in the dark podcast where we talk about business family and life now here's your host aaron sutter welcome back to the mowing in the dark podcast my name's aaron sutter i am your host here Thank you for coming back for another episode of the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This week has been a real challenge for me. Um, Last week was supposed to be the GIE Expo, and it was canceled, as we all know. So my family and I decided to take our camper and go on a little camping trip over the days that we were supposed to be going to the GIE. And... Uh, That was really nice. It was really nice. However, that forced me to have to work a day early in the week and then push the rest of the work back to Saturday and Sunday. And that has just been a real challenge for me this week. Uh, I'm super tired, super exhausted. We've been working really, well, we, I say we, but I have been working really really late nights, uh, trying to get leaf cleanups done, getting in all the final cuts. And it's been a challenge, but we're, we're taking it on head on. And, um, one thing that I did this year that keeps me motivated is that I raised my leaf cleanup prices. And so I am super happy about that. Uh, that's going to be more profitable this year, which makes spending a lot of time out on these yards well worth it. So guys without any further ado I want to talk tonight about um, snow removal and getting into the snow removal game. This is something that I just recently got into. This is my third year uh, in the snow removal industry or game as I call it and It can be a real challenge if you don't know what you're doing, and so I'm going to go over a few ways. I'm going to go over how I started, all the different things that I've been through, trying to get uh, my snow removal accounts to where I want them. So let's jump right into this and, and really dig into what it takes to get into the snow removal game. When I started snow removal, this is actually I've actually done it for four years, but I took a few years off. Um, So when I started doing snow removal in my business, I went to Lowe's and I bought a two-stage Husqvarna snow thrower, and it it worked okay. Um, It the machine was a beast; it really threw the snow far. However, If you've used a two-stage snow thrower those are the ones that have the big steel augers on it and it had it was like 24 inches high or something and it was like 30 inches wide so it was it was really quite big it was it was about cost me about 600 bucks and it it was a good machine I had no complaints but one complaint that I, I could give this machine in a lot of the two-stage snow throwers is that they are pretty slow compared to a single stage paddle wheel snow blower and so i i was okay with it my first year doing um doing snow removal with the snow blower i had maybe 15 snow blowing accounts maybe 20 I, i can't remember now it's been so long and the thing was is that I was way underpriced way underpriced so that's something that I want to go into today as well since we're on the topic of snow removal but we'll get into that a little bit later the the snow removal game it it is it is something that you really have to consider take into consideration your family needs all all that type of stuff, you know, you're going to most likely miss some holidays. You're going to most likely miss some father family gatherings because when it snows, it snows and you've got to, you've got to get out there and clear it. Now over the last three years, I have had a commercial account and just one, and it's, it's big enough for me. Uh, and, it has changed my outlook on snow removal. Uh, it's very profitable if you price it right. If you don't price it right, you could really, really lose your shirt. And so I uh, getting into the snow removal game, I contacted my friend Mike Bedell over at Bedell Property Management. And I talked to him just briefly about it. I had done a lot of research on youtube thanks to guys like brian fullerton and mike bedell working with brian fullerton uh, really understanding a little bit better what it takes to get ready for snow removal what you need and so after doing a lot of research just on youtube i was really able to get the x's and o's kind of in order but I just had a few other questions for Mike uh, about like pricing and things like that. And it, and I actually went to his website, thedebtfreelandscaper.com or debtfreelandscaper.com. That is where I got my snow removal contracts for both residential and commercial. Guys, if you're doing snow right now and you're not using contracts you need to be using contracts. There is so much liability involved with snow removal that you really need to cover your bases, not only for yourself and your customers, but also for insurance purposes. You're gonna wanna be able to have that contract, show that contract to your insurance company should there be some sort of accident or litigation. It is so important, guys, and it's so inexpensive if you go to Debt-Free Landscaper to get those snow removal contracts. Uh, You buy the template and you have it. And that, I mean, it's so helpful, guys. I wouldn't go without a snow removal contract. And actually, just reading over the contract answered a lot of questions for me that I didn't even know I was supposed to be asking. And so getting that the residential contract and the commercial contract and just reading it over answered a ton of my questions that I didn't even know to ask. And so I would really encourage you guys. I don't get any kickbacks from DebtFreeLandscaper.com. I don't get any kickbacks from Mike Bedell. He's a friend. And I want to help support him and I want to help you guys out by giving you, you know, a resource that you can go to to get these contracts so you don't have to spend an arm and a leg getting a lawyer to write them up and things like that. They're basically plug and play. And of course, if you have questions, please reach out to me. You can email me at LansingLawnService.com or you, I'm sure Mike Bedell would be able to ha- Be happy to answer any small questions you might have. Uh, If you go to like Bedell Property Management on Instagram, shoot him a DM, a short, well-worded, with a question DM. He is very good about getting back to you. But, uh, I mean, I would not... Bother him with like trying to get into a deep discussion. He gets a lot of questions from a lot of people just because of his exposure that he's gotten with Fullerton Unfiltered and Brian Fullerton and the the YouTube channel of Brian's Lawn Maintenance. That he gets a lot of questions from guys, and uh, I have the privilege of being a friend of Mike Bedell now. Now that I've known him for a few years, and so I kind of I. I get a little bit more access, but I I definitely don't abuse that access. And so uh, definitely if you have questions about something, hit up these guys, hit me up, hit up Brian Fullerton, hit up Mike Bedell. If you know somebody in your area, hit them up. I'm sure they would be happy to answer any of your questions. That is the nice thing about the lawn and landscape industry. There are so many of us that are willing to help each other out because there is so much work out there, guys. There's no way that in one community, one guy can cover it all. So please reach out, ask for advice, help, whatever it might be. So I started with a husk of honor snowblower from Lowe's. My pricing was really low. I was I was charging like 15 bucks for a driveway and sidewalks. It was ridiculous, guys. I had no idea what I was doing with my pricing. I had no idea what I was doing when it came to uh, have, you know the cost of insurance. I didn't know my numbers for snow removal. I, I barely knew my numbers for lawn care. And so I got into it and not really knowing what i was doing we had a great winter that winter and i made no money not because i wasn't blowing snow because i didn't have my pricing right and so i basically broke even and it 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 was miserable and i stopped doing snow removal after that year i just said i'm not doing it anymore and i took two years off from snow removal and i got I saw Brian Fullerton's videos on snow plowing and a couple other guys' videos as well, like Countryside Vlogs. Uh, Randy over there, uh, really good guy, puts out a lot of content uh, around snow plowing, and um, I I really got hyped up for getting a snow plow. I had just bought a new truck not a new truck, but a used truck. And I decided, you know what, it's time to make some money and get this truck working for me all year round. Cause I mean, no matter what kind of truck you get, it's going to be pretty expensive these days. And I needed to make money with this, this vehicle year round if possible. So I purchased a, uh, a snow EX or snow X, a snow plow it's an eight foot plow made for light duty trucks so uh, this plow is on my ram 1500 pickup truck and i gotta tell you it does great i did have to put in three inch spacers up in the front end of my truck because and lift that three inches up because when you put the plow on the suspension on ram trucks is so squishy that it just sunk and so i had to raise that up and it, it it holds it pretty good now but this year i did buy some timbrins for the front end i already have timbrins for the back but um i bought the timbrins for the front end i'm actually going to take it to an auto mechanic to have them install it I just don't want to take the time. I don't want to screw it up. I want them to have the responsibility to do it. And in fact, they've probably installed these things before. The front end is a little bit more complicated on Dodge Rams than on some other trucks. Just from the research that I've done. And you have to do some drilling and things like that. And I just don't want to mess things up with that. So I'm going to take that to my auto mechanic. Have them do it. That way, if I, you know, hopefully... That will eliminate any sink that I have from the front end when I pick up the plow. It is an eight-foot plow. It is light. It's very light. I can push it around manually, but still, it makes the front end sink on the truck. Um, The the Snowy X plow that I have is an RD8000, I believe. So again, it's for light-duty trucks. It's a straight blade, nothing fancy. Uh, but it works for what I need it to do and just this year I believe or at the end of last year I can't remember which uh, Snow EX put out a V blade for light duty trucks so half done trucks and I just saw that the other day on their website as I was just tooling around looking for some accessories for the plow and man that caught my eye Um, it is only a seven foot six plow which is fine, I I wouldn't mind having a V plow. Uh, It would save a lot of time plowing and so I'm considering maybe next year, not this year anymore, it's too late in the game, uh, too close to snow removal season to switch plows now, but uh, I'm really considering it for next year, selling the plow that I have and getting one of those V blade plows. I'm also looking into possibly upgrading my truck to a 2500 Uh, the we have an rv and i use my work truck now to pull the rv but it's it's right at the max of what it can tow and what it can handle so i'm really looking to upgrade that way i can expand the business and get heavier trailers and not have to worry about the truck the problem with that is is that trucks are so stinking expensive these days for a twenty used twenty five hundred uh, truck of any caliber, you're looking at about if you're looking in the range of eight thousand to twelve thousand miles, which is what I've seen, up to even forty thousand miles. You're looking at that thirty five to forty two thousand dollar range, and that is a lot of stinking money for a truck. I understand it's, I'm going to use it to make money, but I I just I can't quite grasp that payment yet. And so I'm going to hold off, see what we can do, uh, see how the snow season goes this year, and maybe upgrade that truck next year. Now, guys, getting into the snow game, you got to have those contracts. You got to be advertising. I started advertising a little bit late um, this year. And simply it's just it's tough. being a solo operator, you are running a mile a minute this time of year. and it, it it was tough for me and it just snuck up on me. So I've been doing some advertising with fall cleanups and snow removal now on Facebook, paying for some ads to circulate in the same area. And hopefully I'll drum up a little residential business. And here's my thinking on residential, especially this year with COVID, okay? And I heard Corey Ballard talking about this, that, I believe it was Corey Ballard, that um, this year with um, the, maybe it wasn't Corey Ballard, maybe it was Stanley Dirt Monkey. um, Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But they were saying that this year, a lot of office buildings, their people are working from home and they're not gonna need those lots plowed as often or at all. And so it's kind of, you kind of got to pivot this year to more residential than commercial. I was really wanting uh, another commercial lot. Um, I could handle another one or two and I've put some bids in on a couple of commercial lots, but I haven't heard anything back yet. So it's a little early for that, but really, you know, it should be taking shape right about now and uh, I just haven't heard anything so I'm not I'm not holding my holding my breath on those. So I'm p- trying to pivot and really go towards the residential this year. And last year I only had about 10 residential driveways that I did and it looks like I might have a few less this year. I'm going to put out some more feelers here this week to my existing customers Uh, and uh, really solidify those clients for this winter. And hopefully uh, I can get up to like 15 to 20 residentials. Uh, That would be really great. Um, That would be a lot of nice money and nice income. And uh, I, I really look forward to that. Hopefully I can get to that 15 to 20 mark. Now with pricing on on uh, residential uh lots or not lots but driveways since we're on that topic uh, i want to do a little pricing my minimum for residential driveways is thirty dollars and it goes up from there um, thirty dollars will get you your driveway cleared if it's a pretty short driveway and it'll get your walkways uh, snow or shoveled along with you know a step your front steps or whatever, if it's a pretty small standard driveway and sidewalk in the city. Now, if you're talking like a corner lot, those uh, minimum are forty-five dollars and go up from there. So it it it's I just go by that. I'm not gonna be picky on you know measuring it out or whatever. You know, just go by what you see and what you think. Uh, what's the pricing in your area and, and go from there? Um, I'm really quite high in my area, uh, at least from what I've heard from people, but I'm, I'm not budging on price. There's a lot of guys in my area that plow snow for 10 to 15 bucks, but here's the catch they don't like to get out of the truck, so they don't get out of the truck to shovel the driveways or the sidewalks. the front steps and so i'm adding more value by clearing the sidewalks because honestly the city doesn't care if you clean your driveway but they do care if you clean your sidewalks you're gonna get a 50 dollars fine in my city if you don't clear your sidewalks within 24 hours so i always use that as a selling point for residential snow plowing now going on to commercial You really got to see the contracts that you're doing. And that's why I like uh, using the contracts over at Debt Free Landscaper. It's all laid out. It's plug and play. You just have to figure out your prices. And really for my first lot, I really relied pretty heavily on Mike Bedell to help me out with that. I took some screenshots of, of Google Maps, showed him the property. He told me what he would charge for it. And then I tacked on like five or 10 bucks. And the reason I did that is because Mike Bedell has a much bigger plow than I have. He's got much better equipment than I have. He can do the work a lot faster than I can. So I decided, you know what, I am just going to uh, add a little bit of money here to cushion it you know in case it takes me longer and i'm still figuring out how to get really efficient at snow plowing uh these lots um there's so many intricacies the lot that i have it's got a couple of sidewalk kickouts and it, it so they're right in the middle of the parking lot so i've found the best way that i found to clear around those is to first go in and back drag those the two or three parking spaces next to those uh kickouts of the sidewalk and back, drag those out and then snow plow and windrow it all the way to the other side of the parking lot so that's how I do it um if you were able to see the parking lot it would make sense to you but anyway it's it's really a a uh, kind of a guessing game when you first start because you're not sure what to price things at. So Mike Bedell was a huge help to me on on my first lot for pricing. And now that I have that pricing for that lot and it's pretty good, I kind of use that lot as a template for any other bidding that I do. And I kind of, you know, take the price up or down depending on the size. I've measured out this lot and now I measure out all the lots that I do or I'm estimating so I can kind of get a good range of where I'm do, going to price that at and, uh, and uh, get a f- kind of a formula going. I'm not there yet, but I'm working on a formula to, to get that pricing exactly right where I need it to be. So guys, that is about it for this episode of snow removal. Um, there's just so much that can be talked about. In another episode, I want to go into some. I want to go into some mistakes that I made and, and and things like that. I know I've gone into some mistakes here, but uh, there's just so much unknown when you're first starting in the in the snow removal industry. And so just to, I want to be a good resource for you guys. And so I want to kind of give more time to snow removal and, um, and to really help you guys get into this snow removal game so that you can make the most money possible if you're in an area that gets snow. So thanks for listening, guys. Make sure that you head over to Apple iTunes and uh, shoot us a rating and review. That just helps the algorithms know that uh, people are actually listening and that there's somebody that is willing to give their opinion. And uh, that just really helps this show out a lot. So guys, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys in the next episode.